thanks for joining us here at All Nations. We are a church in love with Jesus with a passion for you. Our mission is to bring those who are lost into a life fully devoted to Jesus. If you want to learn more about us as a church and what we do, you can visit us online at allnationswestend.com. Join us today as we hear from our senior pastor, Alex Glukidis. Oh, praise God. Good evening, church. Are we ready for church tonight? Because I am. Firstly, I want to thank God for his goodness, love and mercy in our lives. Um, I want to get straight into the, uh, the message tonight because it's something God's really put in my heart and I believe a lot of people are going to get delivered tonight because something that the enemy is blocking us, tonight we're going to expose him in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Let's commit this night. Father God, I want to thank you for your goodness. I want to thank you for the powerful name of Jesus Christ. I want to thank you for the cross of Calvary. I want to thank you for who you are, for what you've done and what you continue to do in our lives. Tonight we lift up the name of Jesus Christ and we ask, Lord God, for your Holy Spirit to to continue to fall upon this place powerfully, to touch us, change us, deliver us, and set us free from every bondage, every lie, and every deceit in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, and we pray for this land, for spiritual rain, and we'll also pray for the rain to come down, Lord God, and truly distinguish all these fires that are happening, Father God. We commit every area into your hands, and once again, we say thank you and to the name of Jesus Christ, and we give your praise glory and honor, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Church, um, I want to say something. I want to share something that's come from my heart. It was, I've had it for a while. Uh, I think it came stronger when I spoke, spoke to Renee. And a few weeks ago, uh, Sue spoke about it. Being thankful. Hallelujah. Thanking God for everything. You know, something I was just, you know, I was at home and, you know, we had the hot weather and I just turned on the tap and I just stood and looked at the water just coming down, you know. And I just started thanking God even for that simple thing. Pure, clean water in this nation that we take for granted, you know. We, we have forgotten what God has taken us out of and we have allowed the enemy to come into our lives and to really attack us in the area of where we should be truly thankful to God. Amen. You know, I was meditating first on the Israelites. Well, I didn't put that verse up, but Harry, if you want to go to Numbers 14, 1 to 3, I just want to quickly read it, and then I want to get into the, the message. And I truly believe tonight a lot of people are going to get delivered through the Word of God, you know, because the Word of God is spirit and it is life. Just bear with me as we just read Numbers 14, 1 to 3, and then I'll get into some of the verses. And then the Word of God's going to truly speak to us tonight. Hallelujah. We all know the story of Israel. We all know how God took Israel Israel out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Amen. With great signs and wonders. But as they get close to the promised land, what happened to the congregation? Anyone know? Yeah, but what happened to it? What happened to their hearts? Harden of hearts. What, and what came out of their mouth? Let's read it. So all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses, Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, if 
only we had what? Died. Are these guys nuts? Died in the land of Egypt or if only we had died in this wilderness. Why has the Lord brought us, us why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall full by the sword that our wives and children should become victims? Wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? Listen to the Israelites. Listen what's proceeding out of the mouth of the Israelites that saw the mighty hand of God bring them out with a mighty power, with mighty strength, with victory. When they're getting close to the promised land because of what they saw, the giants, fear gripped their hearts. But not only that, right through their journey, unthankful, ungrateful, whingy, complaining, stiff-necked people. And you wonder why the Lord was so angry with that generation. And I'm thinking, Lord, are you angry with this generation? Have we somehow in our lives opened the door for the enemy to rob us of thanking thanking Jesus? And church, God spoke to me very powerfully and I want to share, and I'm not here to attack anyone, but I'm here to to make known the deeds of darkness, to make known how the enemy can operate even today in born-again, spirit-filled lives. So tonight, church, come with me first to Philippians chapter 2, verse 14 and 15. Philippians 2, 14 to 15. It says this, do all things, I'll repeat that, do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a what? A crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as, as lights in the world. See, church, listen to this. God wants us, go back to the first one, Harry, to stop complaining, do all things. Now, you're going to ask me, how can you do that? You've got a world that is full of evil. People come at you. They, they do the wrong thing. How can you not complain? I'm going to give you the answer soon, okay? But it says, um, the next one, that you become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crook and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. And church, that's what I want to be. I want to be a light amongst darkness in a perverse and crooked generation. In a world where every day you get up, you meet people, or you just listen, whinging, complaining, unhappy. I was speaking to a couple, we were out, we're out for dinner, very rich couple, loaded. All I could hear, whinging and complaining. And I said, oh my God, these guys need a revelation of who you are. Because if you knew what God has done and what God has even given you now, you'll be lifting up your voice and thanking and praising the God of our salvation. Hallelujah. But no, we always seem to receive the lies and the deceit of the enemy. And we always meditate on attacking one another. And I'm not going to attack anyone, but this is what the enemy does. He attacks. We always look at the negative. 
of our spouses, of our families, of anyone else, and we start to complain, to winch. And what happens? We give the right for the enemy to come in, kill, steal, and destroy. How do I know that? I will share with the word of God. In, in, um, come with me to Second Timothy. Oh, so, sorry, uh, Romans 1, I want to go first. Harry, Romans 1, verse 21 to 23. Romans 1, 20 to 23, read. It says, For since the creation of, of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his internal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. Stop there. The world is without excuse. Doesn't matter how they want to come to you. Oh, there's no God. I'm telling you, they're without excuse. And the next one, it says this. Because although they knew God, they what? They did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful. Let's repeat that. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God. They didn't acknowledge him. They didn't lift his name up. They didn't praise him. Nor were they, what? Thankful. But, be, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became what? Fools. And and verse 23, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made to look like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. In other words, church, listen to this. This is the world. They never acknowledge God. They're never thankful. And you can hear it. Just listen to people outside the world. Never thankful, never acknowledging the creator that has given us this life. Always complaining. Nothing's good enough. But I want to tell you, because they have shut their hearts and their minds to God, in verse um, 28, just jump to 28, it says this, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do the things which are not fitting. So what happened? God handed them over to who? I'll tell you, to the enemy... And the enemy is coming to their mind. Every sinful act, every thought of evil, they do today. Why? Because they did not want to retain God in their knowledge. They didn't want to lift up his name. They didn't want to thank him. So what God said, there's nothing I can do. They've opened the door for the enemy to come in and oppress them. And I will share as, as I go further down. It also says in uh, it's 2 Timothy 3.1, it says that in the last days, Perils, perils times will come, pestilence, um, terrible times will come. And the people will be what? One of the words, unthankful. These are the last days we're living. People, not only in the world, but people of God are unthankful. And that it gives the enemy the right to come in. You know, when God made the enemy, the devil, he made him with so beauty. He was in charge of the music in heaven. But what happened? He stopped being thankful to God and pride entered his heart. Oh, I want to be like the Most High. 
What load of nonsense. How can we ever created beings be like God? Instead of praising him, thanking him for giving us life, which I will read in a minute. So come with me to first Psalms 100, 1 and 5 we'll read. You claim to be a born-again believer, spirit-filled? Listen to Psalms. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with thanksgiving. Know, we, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. If anyone's confused and you think you made yourself, I want to correct you. We, weren't, we, weren't, we didn't come from the monkeys, otherwise we would still be on the trees, okay? We, we weren't made by anything else. We were made by God spoke and he created man and he breathed him upon him and life entered us. And that's why it says, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. And the next one, enter Enter into his gates with what? Thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. And five, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generation. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. See, church, we've come to a generation as I, as I focused on the Israel, they were right there to enter the promised land. They were right there. And we are right here to the return of Jesus. Hallelujah. We are in the last days. Praise his name. But what has happened? The enemy said, let me try the same trick I tried to the Israelites. Let me start to give them a seed of unthankfulness, a seed of un." gratefulness and what we do we start to focus on everything else except his goodness we start to focus on the negative the storms the wrong choices and i want to explain that you know many of us are in today we walk in the choices we have made but the enemy comes to us and says oh you've done this and you've done that the usual story accuser of the brethren. But if you don't know the word of God to challenge him, you will always go back. Yeah, I've done this. Yeah, I'm not good. Uh, God, where are you? And what happens? We start to blame. Number one, the church. We start to blame the leadership. And then finally, we start to blame God. Where are you, God? But I want to tell you, you want to be free. Come to your knees at the cross and repent and start thanking him and praising him for washing you once again in the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And the victory will come when you start to thank him and praise him for the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. Amen. But no, we don't do that. We get caught in the lies and the deceits of the enemy. That is why, church, so many of us today are depressed. So many of us are down. 
because we've taken our eyes off God and praising Him. The Bible says to rejoice in the God of our salvation. How many of us get up every morning? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for revealing yourself to me. When I was heading for hell, for destruction, you came and you pulled me out. You washed me. And now I'm standing here tonight as a witness because of His goodness, His love, and His mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. You're ready, tighten those belts. I've got more coming. Because what God has shown me tonight, God wants to see his people set free and delivered. Hallelujah. Amen. In um, Philippians, which we always quote, Philippians 4.4, we'll read down. Listen to it. We all know it. We probably know it off by heart. It says this, rejoice in the Lord always. And sometimes I say rejoice. No. And again, and again, and again, rejoice, hallelujah. And again, rejoice in the God of our salvation. And it goes on. Let, ready? Are you ready for this? Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is in hand. Don't panic. Don't worry when the storms come in. The devil's not in control. God is in control if you've surrendered your life to him. Hallelujah. So let it be known. Let your gentleness, when storm come, let the world see you. This, is this guy out of his mind? He's, he's calm as a dove. Why? Because I know that I know that I know that Jesus is control of my life no matter what happens. Because the choice I make is I'm going to go all the way for Jesus no matter what happens. Even, even like Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Hallelujah. Amen. And it, and it goes on. Are we ready, church? Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with what? Thanksgiving. Thank you, Jesus. Let your request be made to known to God. Seven, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Give the Lord a hand. Hallelujah. I also like what the Apostle Paul throws in, in verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Hallelujah. Can I ask you a question tonight? What is your mind meditating on? Is it meditating on the past? Is it meditating on your failures? Is it meditating on someone's problem? What is your mind meditating? Because if it's not meditating on what is from Christ, what is good virtue, then I tell you, the enemy is going to come in and he's going to rob you of being thankful to the Creator. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, are you ready? Yes. Psalms 107, 1 and 2. Tonight we're going to make that devil known. We will not bow our knee to any storm, anything that comes, but we will lift up the name of Jesus in all circumstances so we can have the victory in Christ Jesus. It says here, Oh, 
give thanks to the Lord for He is good. The Lord is good, church, to you and me. He's wonderful. He's beautiful. He's blessed us more than we can even imagine. But the enemy tries to rob us, tries to bring us to wrong choices, problems. And then before you know it, instead of focusing on Him, on the cross, we focus on this problem, that problem. And before you know it, oh, Lord, why, why? And before you look, we become like the Israelites. But tonight, I want to break that lie of deception, that seed that the enemy has tried to plant in many of our lives. Tonight, you will get the victory because of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And it goes on in Psalms, it says this, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. Two, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He has redeemed from the hand of of the enemy. And that is why I'm here to say so, that God is good and he deserves all the praise, the glory and the honor. Hallelujah. Let the redeemed say so. Praise his name, church. Are we getting it tonight? You know, this has been my, this has been my heart for a while, right? Why I speak with such a passion? Because I've seen what the enemy has done to lives, you know. I'll share, quickly share this story. I had a guy come a few weeks ago to my place. Haven't seen him for, for years. I didn't know him through another person. But he rocks up at my front door. And my wife goes, what's this guy doing here, you know? And I go, I know what he's doing here. God has brought him here because he needs help, you know. So I said, come on, have a coffee, let's talk. And he started sharing a little bit, but not much. And I straight away I said to him, his name was um, Josh. I said, we don't know him from this church. I said, Josh, the enemy is here to destroy your life. The Bible says the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Anyway, he was quickly interrupted by a phone call, and someone told him he shouldn't be here. You know. Anyway, so he left to go, I've got to go. What happened to this young man? That God brought him so I could tell him the truth, and I did pray for him. But he took his life a few days ago. Today, today he took his life, you know, you know him? Yeah. So I'm saying, Lord, I will not, never stop to preach your name. I will never stop to attack what the enemy does in people's lives. The enemy, we live in a nation like Australia, come on church, a blessed nation where people are dying to come out of the other country to live here. And they always say to us, oh, you live in a beautiful country flowing with milk and honey. Yes, but what has happened, we've kept our eyes on the milk and the honey and not on Jesus, and we've lost our joy. And the, 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 the locust has come in to destroy our lives. But I want to tell you, church, we are here tonight to make known to the principalities of powers, we will not bow our knee to anything of this world, but we will bow our knee to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The enemy will not steal our joy, but we will be thankful always to our God of our salvation, hallelujah. Next one. Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians four, fourteen to seventeen. Ready for this church? Knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and will present us with you. For all things of your sake, that grace having spread through the the many may cause what? Thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Let's repeat that. For all things are 
are of your sake, that grace, having spread through many, grace has spread to us, to many, and spreading it out, may, many may cause what? Thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. So church, tonight, I want to encourage you tonight. Are you thankful to God? Or have we somehow allowed the enemy to come in and to rob us and now we're attacking the body of Christ? We're attacking families. We're attacking... That's not our role. Our role is to rise up, be thankful, and lift up every man, every woman that the enemy is oppressing and trying to destroy. Let's rise up and let's see the joy rise within us and be thankful and preach the gospel with power and authority and see the captives set free in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. But wait, there's more. Colossians 2, 6 and 7, which we read a lot, and it's one of my favorite verses. Listen to this, church. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with what? Thanksgiving. Um, We'll, we'll stop there. But it says we've got to remain in Christ, rooted and built up in only in Christ, established in the faith, which a lot of us aren't established. We're just all over the place. Established only in Christ Jesus. No denomination, no organization. We must be established in Jesus Christ. Our foundations must not be in a church. If you're speaking about your church, get rid of that name. You've got to speak about Jesus Christ. Your foundation must be rooted upon the solid rock, which is Jesus Christ. So when the storms of life come, you will not be moved. You will not crumble to the ground because you are founded on the solid rock, which is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's interesting because it says, abounding in it with thanksgiving. All right, church. I'm not finished yet, nearly finished, but tighten those belts up. It's going to get even more tougher, you know. In, in Colossians 3, 12 and 15, it says this. I'll bring these verses up because it's very interesting. It says, therefore, as the elect of God, holy beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, and short suffering. No, no, sorry. My eyes aren't good. It's long-suffering, long-suffering. Oh, no, Lord, does that mean I'm going to suffer? Yes, we're going to suffer, but guess what? We're going to do it in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to thank Him. We're going to praise Him because He is in control of our life. We are no more given over to the enemy. Jesus has a hold of my life, and this guy on the street sings with a guitar. Jesus got a hold of my life, and He won't let me go. You remember that one? You know, and I go, praise God, you know. He won't let you go. That's if you don't let him go. You keep going for Jesus, and I'll tell you, you're going to be thankful. Now it goes on. Ready for this church? Bearing with one another. Well, this is a hard bit. Because, yes, we've got people in the church, got problems. But it says, bear with one another and forgive one another if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you. So you also must do. Must do. But above all these things, put on love which is the bond of perfection. Amen, church? 
Um, is, is there one more? Yeah. And, there, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body. Ready? In one body, not a hundred bodies. There's only one body. That's the body of Christ. So if you're attacking somebody, you're attacking yourself. Right? And it says, and be thankful. And be thankful. It's interesting how when you study the word and the thankfulness jumps out at you. You know, as I was starting to go, here it goes again, thankful, thankful. I want to tell you why. The enemy hates it when you start to thank him. The enemy has no right when you start to thank him to come in your life because if you're not thankful, guess what takes over? Unthankfulness. What else takes over? You're, you're not grateful anymore to God. You're ungrateful. So the enemy says, it's my time to come in. So what he does, he sows that seed. Yeah, see what that church has done. Oh, I see what that body has done. Yeah, yeah. And before you know it, instead of being thankful, we're trying now to be the fault finders of each. Oh, yeah, you got this. Yep, you're out. You got this. And before you know it, we lose our joy. We lose our peace. We start fighting with one another. We start fighting with our spouses. But truly, behind that is the seed that the devil has planted in our minds and in our hearts. You have to grab it and pull it out like I did last weekend. I grabbed all those seeds. I poisoned them. And I go, devil, you're not coming to the garden anymore. Devil, you're not coming here and you're not coming there because here truly reigns the Spirit of God within my soul, within my heart, within my mind, in Jesus' name. Amen? The only seed that's going to be planted in our mind is the seed that comes from the Most High God. Hallelujah. The seed that Christ speaks out. These are the seeds that we receive. Anything else, we cast them out in the name of Jesus. Next one. And in um, Colossians, also since we're in Colossians 4, 2, it says, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Here he goes again. With thanksgiving. Do you remember the story of um, the lepers, that Christ healed the, the ten lepers? Who came back to thank the Lord? One. Do you know who he was? He was a Samaritan. The other nine, they were Jews. Not one of them came back. They both thought, oh, we, we, this belongs to us. We don't have to be thankful. You know, we're God's people. You know? But it's interesting because that brings it up in Jesus' case. Who came back? A foreigner to thank me, you know? Because when all nine, all ten healed, and I, it just clicked to me. I go, that's how we are. We think, oh, we got to ride. We don't have to thank God anymore, you know. I tell you, get up in the morning and start thanking Him and praising Him for who you are in Christ, for what Christ has done. Just because we know we have that revelation, the knowledge of Christ, we seem to back off. Like when we get something, we go, yeah, we. He's, he's, got, he's got to do it to me. I'm a child of God. No. Cast out that attitude. Start thanking him for everything in Jesus' name. Amen? Let's not be like the Samaritan, you know? Because he told him, where's the other nine? Was only one found worthy to give praise and thanks to God? So it's interesting when you start to study the word of God and you start to see, Lord, am I like that, you know? Ready for this one, church? Jeremiah, and we close off with one more verse. Jeremiah 30, verse 18 to 20. Thus says the Lord, behold, I will bring back the captivity of Jacob's tents and have mercy on his dwelling places. The city 
shall be built upon its own mound, and the palace shall remain according to its own plan. Then out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of those who make merry, I will multiply them, and they shall not diminish. I will also, also glorify them, and they shall not be small. Their children also shall be as before, and their congregation shall be established before me, and I will punish all who opposes them. Hallelujah. That is the word for us tonight, church. You know, God will rebuild us up and out of our lips. The locust has come in. The locust has done a lot of damage in our hearts, in our soul, because of wrong choices, because we've allowed the enemy to come in. But God is telling us tonight through his word, he's going to restore you. Start to look back to the cross and start to thank the God of your salvation. Hallelujah. And he will stop every person, every demon of hell to, that is oppressing you when you start to be thankful and to glorify his name. Amen. And the last verse that I'll close off with is First Thessalonians 5, 18 and 19. Listen to this, church. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Stop there. Ready for this, church? In everything, what? In everything, give thanks. It's interesting. I'll tell you why. We can't give thanks in this world because the enemy blinds so many people. Oh, why don't I have that? Why don't I have this? Why am I not like that? I'm telling you. If your mind is focused on this world, you won't be ever be able to give thanks to God. But when you come back, are you ready, church, to the cross, when you come back to Jesus, when you come in repentance and say, Father God, forgive me of my stubbornness, forgive me of wrong choices, forgive me, Lord, when I've turned my eyes to my right and to my left, I come back to the cross and tonight, Lord, I want to be thankful in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen? And one more verse. I like what he throws in. Right after that verse, do not quench the spirit. So in other words, church, think about it. If you're unthankful, are we somehow quenching the Holy Spirit from working in our lives? The answer is very simple. It's yes. Because if you're not thankful, guess what comes upon us? The spirit of unthankfulness, the spirit of ungratefulness, the spirit of murmuring and worrying and stressing rather than getting up in the morning. And I'll tell you, church, start this week. Get up in the morning. Don't worry how you feel because our faith is not in our feelings. Sometimes I feel like I'm getting out of bed. But I tell you, I get out and I start to thank God. I say, thank you, Jesus, that my faith is not on how I feel, but my faith is on the, on the unchangeable character of Jesus Christ. You've got to get that flesh under submission. Say, no flesh, those feelings are not from God. Out in the name of Jesus and Holy Spirit, come and take control of my mind, of my heart, of my soul, that I can have the victory that is found only in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And give the Lord a hand. Praise you, Jesus. As we have the worship team come forward, church tonight, as a church, I want to do this. I want to come in humility before God in repentance. Because every one of us somewhere along our journey have 
being unthankful. We've allowed the likers to come in. We've allowed the lies and the deceits of the enemy. I want to say this and I want to emphasize this too. Do not let the enemy deceive you because you have done wrong choices. Yes, there's consequences with wrong choices, yes. But you are still victorious if you stay in Christ Jesus in humility and repentance. See, the enemy wants you to say, ah, oh, you've made that choice, it's all over, you're not gonna, never going to go forward. But I want to tell you here tonight, God wants you to go forward in Him. God takes your sins, takes your past, takes all that rebellion, all that pain you've been through, and He casts it in the depths of the sea, never to be remembered again. But the enemy comes back with all his lies, all his deceits, and we listen to his voice. You're not forgiven. You've blown it. Look at the choice you made. Look at this, look at that. But I want to tell you, start being thankful to God. First of all, for the salvation he's given us. Start to glorify for who he is, for he's your maker. He's created you in his image. He, you're a child of God, washing the blood. And then, ready? Start thanking God for each and every one of us. Thank God for your spouses. Thank God for your families. Yes, there's faults. Yes, there's mistakes. But don't look at the negative. But look at what Christ can do to change that in His name. Amen. Thank you for connecting with us. We would love the chance to stay in contact with you. We want to help you find your next steps in life with vision and purpose through Jesus Christ. If you haven't already, you can jump onto our website at allnationswestend.com to find out more. We look forward to